Welcome to Bible and Stuff, a podcast about the Bible and stuff. I am Tanner, and it is only Tanner today because uh, Glenn and I neglected to do an intro for this episode. We just completely forgot, and now I am at the beach. I'm at the beach with my family. I am currently sitting on a balcony looking at the water, which is awesome. Uh, not to make you too envious of my situation, but... Uh, I'm nowhere near a microphone or anything like that, so this probably sounds terrible, but we wanted to let you guys know that today on the show we have Cody Devers. Uh, he's a good friend of ours. We go way back. Um, he was both mine and Glenn's pastor for a while, uh, but we, we love him to death. And when we found out he had a book coming out, we really wanted to know more about it, and we also just wanted to get a chance to catch up and talk to him some more. And so that's what we're doing today. We're talking about Cody's book. Um, it's called Simple Prayers, and you'll hear all about it in the episode, but I think it's a great book. I really would encourage anybody uh, to go pick it up, check it out, read it. Uh, it's great for families. It's great for kids just to walk through what it looks like to pray to God uh, at a really base level, simple, but also actually pretty deep when you look into it kind of way. So with all that said, I'm going to get to back to the beach, and I'm going to let you guys get to our interview with our friend Cody. Well, guys, as we said, we have Mr. Cody Devers on the podcast with us today. <laughs> We're super excited. We um, uh, and I know all of you know who he is already, but we wanted to take a second uh, to have Cody give a little bit more of an intro. <laughs> I'm just what? assuming you're everybody. <laughs> you haven't even, you haven't, we haven't even said anything. You're already giggling. Cody, I just, I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah. And uh Yeah. All right. I'm hoping I don't. <laughs> hoping I don't puke in my mouth today. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. That has to do. <laughs> but if you, that's your but reaction. If you do, I'm glad we're recording it. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Is that uh, something you usually do when you're with Cody? I feel like I'm out. I'm out of the. Oh man. Joke so here. all right. Little bit of a recap. Yeah. Tanner and I uh, attended what is now the Table Church uh, back in Phoenix, Arizona, oh. where Cody was the pastor. Is and, the pastor. Um, is that kept him yeah, around. What am I saying? Yeah. I, I I left. I'm sorry. But <laughs> <laughs> when we were on staff there, there was this inside joke that Cody had. And one staff meeting, it all just came together for me and I lost it. And I was oh. laughing so hard yes. that I I I choked a little bit. I didn't end up throwing up, yeah. but I was getting pretty close because I was okay. laughing so I hard. I was there. I didn't remember the throw up, but I do remember you telling me that sometimes you laugh so hard you throw up, and that yep. was the hardest I've ever seen you laugh in my entire life. <laughs> yeah, I've never. I didn't know that you sometimes threw up when you laughed. That's that's yeah. new information to me. Um, <laughs> because we're a church plant, we borrowed other we borrow other people's office spaces. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be yeah, good. That we would not throw up in that other church's office space. Yeah, yeah that's good. Man. Well, I got, yeah, yeah, we're good. We're good. I'm good. I'm yeah. not going to throw up today. I don't, that's where we're great. at. Cody, I don't know what's left for you to, t- to tell us about yourself, but tell us about yourself. Um, I am, uh, like you say, like I said, pastor of the Table Church here in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, I have been married to my beautiful wife for 26, 20, 
20, yeah, twenty six years this year. Um, I'm telling you, they and you get up, get there past the twenty five mark, they start. You know, they all start running together. Yeah. There, mm-hmm. There's a lot of them, and um, but uh, been married to Lori for twenty six years. We have three kids. Um, Silas is twenty two and in the National Guard, and just found out that he okay. is awarded the Minuteman Scholarship, which is oh. a National Guard scholarship oh, so he's congrats yeah um prayers um answered from the time that they were little bitty guys like lord i'm a pastor please provide a way for them to go to school um yeah and god god did that so um our other daughter uh katie um is 21 and just got married last year or is she 20 Again, I don't uh, see. Yeah, <laughs> but I think she was nineteen when she got married, turned twenty, and then Golly. now she's twenty-one. Yeah, so that it's, yeah, it's kind of right. crazy. It's kind of it's kind of crazy. You're getting really old, man. <laughs> I know. I turned forty-nine. I turned forty-nine this this past year, and um, yeah, you're still pretty spry for forty-nine. Yeah, but you start forgetting things a lot, and Lori, Lori has even started doing this a lot. And and I, she was kind of down about it the other day, and I told her, I said, "Babe, I said God's sovereign. Uh, if He wants you to remember it, you will. If He Figured if out. He don't, it's it's all right. Yeah, you yeah. know. So yeah. Anyway, you have one more kid. Yeah, I just want to make got, sure you got didn't get in trouble. Kid. Yeah, <laughs> got one more kid, um, Karis, who is. Almost fifteen, and she's kind of coming into her own and and babysitting. And um, whereas Katie had Lily and Owen, now Karis has Nora and Josh, and you know other kids in our church. And yeah, so yeah, and and planting a church after you know in the midst of COVID and and all of those yeah. all that good stuff and. Um, Fixing to take my first sabbatical ever in in ministry. I'd always thought that when I heard about sabbaticals, like as a as a young guy, like in my twenties and thirties, I thought that's stupid. That's Old Testament. Don't you guys just suck it up? You know, yeah. Just have a little bit more grit, and um, and that's typical pride and arrogance, you know, yeah. of of a younger man. And then as I planted a church and I started getting exposed to more guys in Acts 29, because you really didn't hear about sabbatical too much in like Southern Baptist life. Yeah. Um, but Acts 29, you heard more about it. And, and then you kind of get exposed to some other denominations and other other folks from other walks and tribes. And I thought, man, that sounds pretty nice. Maybe maybe I ought to do that sometime. Maybe maybe I'm a, maybe that'd be a good thing. Yeah. And yeah. then... COVID happened and the rebranding of the church and everything. And I was like, I think I, I think, I think that's something I need to do. And then some point last year, I was like, no, I, I need this and I'm going to do it. And I'm not even going to get permission. I'm going to do it. I like, like, <laughs> I'll, give, I'll give you fire me. It'll just be a longer sabbatical. Like <laughs> At one point that was my attitude. Um, and God has been, so gracious, so kind. Um, we have a we established our first elder in our church, and we only have one other. So right now, it's there can be ties. <laughs> and um, and I, I told Dan uh, Dan Bell, who's our other elder, I, I told him the other day, I was like, 
when when we were planning this, I said, "Hey, Lori, Lori's got like six weeks planned." I said, "I don't know if that's right, wrong, if that's too much. If it is, I'm just gonna I'll submit. I'll preemptively submit, and I will do whatever you want me to do." Um, and he said, "No." He said, "I I think six weeks is." not enough. He goes, I wish we could give you more. Um, but I, I can't take on that many more of the preaching duties and other budgetary concerns about, you know, fill in guys and stuff. And so anyway, so we're going to take six weeks, um, and do some traveling back to see some of her family. And, um, so looking, looking forward to that. So good. That's awesome. Good. Well, and, and I hope, uh, I, I mean, I just, from former experience, I hope that you take full advantage of that sabbatical and that you're not actually working. <laughs> I, I have tried my best to put things in place to like, I, I have a, I have a sabbatical coach. Oh, that cool. I met and he kind of divided it up in three categories, like rest, recalibration and reentry. Like planning for the re-entry phase. So yeah. the first two, two or three weeks, I mean, it's all going to be restful, but the first two or three weeks are, it's just strictly rest. Like, um, but, but even for the recalibration phase, it's, I'm, I'm not in my email. I'm not on our inner church yeah. dialogue with Slack. I'm, I'm getting out of a lot of the text threads of different networks and stuff that I'm in. I'm I'm telling those guys I'm like hey I'm I'm I, it's not personal I just I'm 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 detaching from yeah. from all that. That's good. So so yeah, he's he's coaching me on the rest part and we're actually going to swing through when we are on our way back home um we're going to swing through Chattanooga where he lives and we're going to I'm gonna, I'm going to actually see my coach/counselor slash for the first time. Face oh, to nice. face, ever. Yeah. It's always been, you know, online, yeah. and um, I'll get to I'll get to see him. So anyway, that's awesome. Who knows? We may even swing through Dallas and go try to see those Brit children. Go for it. <laughs> go for it. We're all about it. Well, in the in the midst of all this, you wrote a book at some point. Yeah. Uh, tell us about yeah. the book. It's called Simple Prayers. It's, it's this is very exciting, Cody. You did a thing. Now it's going to be printed. Uh, and yeah. it's, it's really good. Glenn and I both read it, but yeah, I want to know more about it. I want to know kind of what got you started down that road of like, I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this in writing. We're going to make this official and, uh, what the book's about and what the purpose of it is. So, so yeah, just kind of the story behind it. Um, I, the, it, the, the start, the, I guess the key that started it was, um, the first, the first prayer that I ever um, taught my kids. This is when they were, I mean, they were little. They were like, they were just learning to speak, you know, and they're cute and they fold their chubby little hands. They bow their little heads. They, you know, <laughs> squint their eyes and try to hold them real, real tight, you know, and, yeah. and, you, and I just taught them Jesus. Thank you. You know, and it kind of hit me about a, a few years ago um, that all of my kids to this day, they still start all of their prayers that way. Hmm. Like they're, they're 22 and 21 years old and they're married and, 
And they still, to this day, they say, Jesus, thank you, which in and of itself is a dang good prayer. (laughs) (laughs) Just that prayer by itself is just a really, really good prayer. And so I started thinking through the concept, like, and some of it was from a, a counselor. He goes, talking about like just praying and meditation throughout the day and keeping your focus on on God and Christ and the Spirit, um, like breath prayers, prayers mm-hmm. that are really simple that you can just pray, not like a mantra, but that you can rem- remember and and they're you know, but they're but they're meaningful. And I, so as I was thinking through that, I was like, well, I wonder what other kinds of prayers there are. And so I just I wrote it. I just wrote down a bunch of these things, and before I knew it, I had like 15 of them or something. And I thought, man, I wish I'd have taught my kids more of these. I wish I'd have thought through through that more. Um, and then I and then the idea, I was like, well, well, it may be too late for me to teach my kids, but maybe maybe other parents could could use something like this. And so then I thought, but I'm not an I'm not a real good artist. I don't I don't want to I, I don't. But my daughter is, Katie, and so she was my first. She was my first. Um, person I tried to recruit. I was like, Katie, yeah. why don't why don't you write why don't you illustrate it? I've I'll write this thing and I've got the contacts through, you know, a coma. Cause I before I even got the illustrator, I I ran it up the pipeline to a coma press, those guys at Calvary, and they said, Man, we love it. We love the concept. Let's let's get a let's get get an illustrator and storyboard it and and pitch it to us. So um I I, I got Katie and and Katie was kind of dragging her feet a little bit and, <laughs> and, um, and finally, and bless, and, and she had the greatest, it took a lot of courage for her to say it, but she was like, dad, I can't do it. And she's like, I just, she, she's a number four in the Enneagram. She's a creative. And when you start putting boundaries <laughs> on that creative side, yeah, it just, it, it either mind explodes or just shuts down. And she goes, ah, dad, I just don't want to, uh, you know, and I, and, and in hindsight, I should have seen that coming. I, I should have seen that coming because she's never wanted to get rid of one piece of art she's ever made. It is not <laughs> monetary in her mind at all. Yeah. It, you know? Yeah. So, so I was, I, I was a little bit disappointed. I'm like, oh man. So it was a little bit of a death of a dream, you know, thinking mm-hmm. like father, daughter kind of, you know, um, but just wasn't in the cards, and and that's okay. I mean, it ain't like there's a rift between us at all, you know about right. that. But haven't talked to her since. <laughs> He's out of my life. <laughs> um, uh, but I remember so a few years ago at a Acts twenty nine pastor and wives retreat, we met a couple named named Israel and Becky Gomez, and they had a daughter that. I had never met, but they had shown us some of her artwork and I knew that she was making a run at this and she's same age as my daughter. So I thought, well, I'll just ask, I'll just see if, if she's interested in it, contacted her and she said, yeah, I'm definitely interested in that. And so then we had to figure out like, well, okay, how do we, what, what's the price? You know, you, you give me an idea. And, and um, so I had to do all that and then figuring out like, okay, do you own the artwork? Do I own the artwork? Who has it? You know, and all yeah. of those things that I had never thought about, 
Um, and Trinity was fantastic to work with. Um, and for her age, golly, she's so professional. And I mean, she's just a, she's just an absolutely a joy to work with. And when we, when I first started with her, I think literally the first check that I wrote her to get started was written out to Trinity Gomez, and then she got married. So the second check that I wrote her to finish up was <laughs> Tiffany Cottrell. So she like she got married in the midst. So, and my daughter had just gotten married. So there were a lot of like conversations that you know I you, you kind of start feeling like, hey, how how's the wedding going? How did it go? How you know you you start like fatherly. Top, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but anyway, but she's a fantastic, super uber creative um, artist, passionate girl, and and did a fantastic job. Yeah, was asking her just the other day. She made an Instagram post where she got her copy, which I'm still a little bit bitter about. <laughs> but, um, she uh, and she was flipping through it, and I'm like, oh, it it really does exist. It's not just in a digital format. And cool. so I called her and I said, Hey, how'd it look? What's it, you know? And she goes, it looks great. I'm so happy. And, and in the conversation, she, cause I was like, Hey, if this turns out to be okay, and d- would you be interested in like doing another one? And she goes, Oh yeah. She goes, she goes, she goes, a coma. And she goes, you guys have been so good to work with. And so just the, the Acoma guys are, are great. I mean, and Trinity's great. And, I mean, it, it's been, it really hasn't been that painful of, it, it's yeah. not been a painful process at all. I would, I would definitely do it again. Um, if yeah. it, if it helps now that's, that's kind of a lot of the background stuff. Sure, sure. I, don't, I don't know I, what all you, you ask. So yeah, sorry. Well, well, yeah it's fine. <laughs> I figured this would go this way. No, yeah, uh, like a circus. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, maybe well, I might throw uh, off. I don't know. I got a few more questions about the book, but I will say, I think, like, Glenn and I talk a lot about uh, or bring up a, often the Jesus Storybook Bible and how helpful we found it and how it's also, like, really helpful for us as adults to read. And I think this book, Cody, has that potential where it's like, yes, I'm I'm reading this to help my kids learn these simple prayers, but I'm also going... Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I yeah. should keep well, that. Like you said, it started I, even as as a practice for you, and yeah. it's, it's. I think it's applicable across the board, and and yeah. going to be really helpful. Well, yeah. That's what I was going to say too. Is I before I even knew about the book, I remember. I, I don't remember how far back it was, but you posting on Facebook just these short, simple prayers, mm-hmm. and seeing those, and I was like, man. That is short, simple, but powerful. And like really, I think for me at least, it was giving me the chance to say this one simple prayer that meant so much more than just the words there. Like it it, it kind of set the tone for my day, yeah. right? That, that prayer was in my head all day long and everything that I was coming across, it was like that prayer was central. And so I I don't know if this is... Maybe you can talk a little bit more about this too, but the simplicity of that prayer and then what the Holy Spirit does with it, I think is what was really shaping um, the way that I was going about using it. Yeah, that's that's super encouraging because I that is what I had in mind for the book. Like I had it in mind like, yeah, you, I want to be able to read this with kids, 
but I also kind of want the prayers to sneak up on the adults. Yeah. You know, um, just, you know, simple prayers, short, but also really chock full of like meaning. Like, and there's some of them that, there's some of them that, like for little kids, they're going to have a hard time understanding that one of the prayers in there is like, I repent. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. that's a, that's a theological word. That's a word that we don't use very often. And I really struggled with that. I was like, do I want to put a word in there that we don't use very often? I think I'm like, no, I do. Because I, I, my hope is that it starts more conversation. And then yeah. now that you have that conversation and you have a definition for that, well, now you can say it and and pray that fully informed. And, you know, and we want kids. I mean, <laughs> your parents have little kids. You do want them to repent. <laughs> you, you hope that they leave a life, live a life of repentance. Maybe the you number know? one thing I want them to do most of the time. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but it, but uh, but in the same sense of like, you know, those are those are good prayers for adults, you know, as well. And my my hope is that these aren't the only simple prayers that that kids and parents you know, pray or put in their, their little arsenal. We, we, we had the idea of like putting something in the back where they can write their own simple Mm -hmm. prayers and they can journal those. And, you know, who knows, maybe they can, parents can go back and look at that at high school graduation and sit in the room and cry for a two, two or three hours. (laughs) Yeah. I love that, man. And I, I'm like you. So I just kind of like, I didn't really wasn't very intentional about it, but we just kind of started saying some stuff over and over uh, in prayers. And yeah, my kids pick it up. But uh, and so I hear them saying those things that I've always said. One of them was thank you. One of them, you know, well, we we usually say thank you for this day. We pray for our family. We pray for all this. And so they kind of have picked up that rhythm. So Mm -hmm. I like that this is just giving me some some templates that I can just take and use, and we can start building those in as well. Uh, sorry, I was going somewhere else with that, and I've had a complete brain fart in the middle of it. This happens from time to time. I'm also getting old, just not that old, but it's older. I can I can feel the change. <laughs> well, I'll just piggyback. When you were talking about that idea of the word repent and like it allowing for this conversation, I'm just thinking even this morning, we were praying, and we've we've been talking about sin a lot lately. And so Millie's still trying to catch up, but Lincoln understands the main concept of what it is. And so today he goes, can God sin? And we're like, Oh, that's a great question. And so we were like, well, no, God, God is perfect and holy. And that means he's, he's without sin. And then he goes, well, what about Jesus? And well, we, we said, well, Jesus is, is God in you know, I didn't say God incarnate because he wouldn't understand. I forget how I worded it, but he also is the same in, in that he's holy. And then he goes, well, what about the Holy Spirit? And we're like, well, what do you think? If, <laughs> if God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit are all one, what, what do you think? And he's like, no, probably not. <laughs> but well, yeah, I love that idea that, and I think even in elementary education, going through college and stuff like that, there was this idea that you want to use big words with your kids so that they grasp it early on and they're able to to continue 
this language and, and understanding. So I mm-hmm. love that. Yeah, I, man, that's pretty remarkable, Glenn, about about your son asking God, Jesus, and Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. That the fact that he he is already grasping the concept of the Trinity. Now, yeah. when I say that, I know a lot of people say, well, nobody can grasp the concept and it's, you know, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I don't think that the the concept of the Trinity is, I don't think it's a concept as much to understand as it's a person to relate to. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that, well, I, I won't go too far into that, but <laughs> there, I, I just, I re- think it's really, really, I would be really, really encouraged as a dad that your son grasps that and and also super, super hopeful for other kids to be like, yeah, you don't have to have all of these theological things figured out. They can understand that God is triune and God in his nature is love. And the fact that he is love and the Bible says that God is love it requires God to be triune in his nature. Mm-hmm. It requires them to love one another. And, you know, so, and the fact that, you know, as a child, Lincoln's already, you know, he may not be able to articulate that the way we sure. do, but they are able to grasp grasp that. I mean, and that's not surprising because they were created in his image. So, yeah. uh, you know, so that's, well, that's I, super encouraging, which is... An, going back to simple prayers is one of the reasons why I also kind of recognizing in my own, in my own fallenness, I've always had a tendency to pray to Jesus mm-hmm. and, and yep. hardly ever prayed to the spirit because I was a good Southern Baptist. <laughs> and then, um, and, and then also rarely prayed to the father. I was like, Oh no, yeah. Jesus is the way to go through that guy. You know, God may be a little mad at you, but Jesus, I, okay, we we go through, you know, in my own fallenness and my own um, lessened understanding of the love of the Father. So in writing that, I'm like, no, wait a minute. I don't want to write this book as just a reflection of my own fallen prayer tendencies. I want to make this thing triune in the fact that we, you can, you can pray to God, to Jesus, to the spirit, like it, you know, all of them. We, so that That's it starts good. with God, start then with Jesus and then with the spirit, you know? So, yeah. Well, and I don't think I agreed. It is because of the fallen nature of things, but I, I just, in general, I feel like those topics that the idea of the Trinity and what you were just talking about is not fleshed out. Well, at least in my experiences in some of the churches that I've been in, it, it took me a while to kind of grasp those concepts. Um, and even still, I'm in that same boat where my prayers are often dir- directed at Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I, I hate it. I'm still, obviously, we're all still in a learning process, but the Holy Spirit is often neglected in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I am constantly trying to be aware of that. <laughs> yeah. One of the one of the books, kind of bringing this back to something we talked about earlier in um, sabbatical. Um, I do like to read. Um, and I, and one of the things I asked my sabbatical coach, I'm like, Hey, what I want to read, but I also want to rest. What, 
can can I read on sabbatical? And he said, yes. He said, but you can't read anything on church growth. You can't read anything on leadership. You can't read anything that's really heavy, dense theology. Mm-hmm. If you're going to read, I want you to read stuff that is going to be like just nourishment for your soul. And so he, I said, like, like gentle and lowly. He said, yeah. He said, I want to, he goes, but also he goes, I want to encourage you to read a book called by Michael Reeves called Delighting in the Trinity. Mm-hmm. He said, it is theological, mm-hmm. but it's, it's written in such a warm pastoral way that mm-hmm. it's just good for your soul. Mm-hmm. And so I ordered the book, and when it came in, it, it says, Delighting in the Trinity, an introduction to the Christian faith. And I'm like, huh. And so I read just the introduction, and I thought, okay, this may be this may be the new book or a book that I start walking through with with new Christians. New believer. Um, but I'm planning to read that on, on my sabbatical, looking forward to that. And um, I think he has another one called Delighting in Christ that um i went ahead and ordered that too while while i was yeah. at it so i i just recently read that delighting in the trinity by reeves and it's so stinking good i thought yeah. you had already read it for some reason i feel like no. i had seen the cover time and time again and i was a little like intimidated by it because the name and because mm. it it just well, not this is nerdy but there's like certain style of cover designs that i feel like more like theological books have and so like so i look at the cover and i'd be like i think that's probably some tome that i'm not supposed to read but maybe some seminarian is and uh we finally it's not even that long i realized later but uh we we finally read it in like a book club thing here that i have that uh I do with guys at my church and it's so good. It's it's he writes it in a super simple to understand way, but it just it just breaks it all down, but it's also very encouraging like you're saying it's very uh it's very it's very uh filling to read and see that this whole thing yeah. is just this overflow of the father's love for the son and here's how that all plays out and what it means for for how we understand the trinity and and the different yeah. persons in it. Um that being said, I, I love that the book that you've written is Trinitarian. I think um, it does start to introduce in a, in a child-appropriate way some of the big ideas about who the Father is and who the Son is and who the Spirit is and and kind of what, what roles they might play that are slightly different than one another, even though they're all part of the same Godhead. Uh, it's, it's good for me, honestly, because I'm like you in saying that, like, okay, I, I kind of focus on Jesus— but I know I'm probably neglecting the spirit to some degree, maybe even the father. And it, it gives me a starting place of like, oh, this is a good thing to pray directly to the spirit. And this is a good thing to pray yeah. directly to the father. Um, yeah. The other thing I think is where I was going earlier, and I don't remember how I was going to connect the two. But uh, this is, as you said, you've been doing this with your kids for a long time. This is not a new thing for you, the simple prayers. I... Uh, I've probably mentioned it on the show before, but people may not connect the dots that, uh, I was in a small group with you in like later high school years and you were kind of discipling me and a bunch of other guys my age at the time. And, but you would also just hang out with us, which I felt like was really cool. I think, uh, my idea of discipleship was much more like, uh, 
formal and like, hey, we'll go do this Bible study mm-hmm. together, and then you'll you'll go do old guy things that I that I don't care about, and I, and we'll go do <laughs> young kid things that you don't care about. Uh, but you you invited us into your life for one, which is very helpful because I got to start. I started to see like, oh, this is how he, this is what he's like with his kids. This is what he's like with his wife. I mean, and sometimes it was like, here's what I don't want. To. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Put it all um, out there on the table. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm just kidding. But there, there was a lot of rhythms that I picked up from you in those days that I still do with my family today. But th- that takes me to the point of the story, which was we would also go see. It was like when the Marvel Universe was starting, basically. Like, oh, I think yeah. Iron Man had been out, like uh, the Hulk had been out. But I remember, like, we went to the first Avengers, and you're like, I'll go. Like, I'll let me, I want to go. I want to see it. I'll go with you guys. Yeah. And so it's like you and these, like, four or five 17 year olds. But it was great. Like, we didn't think, we didn't think that was weird at all. We thought it was pretty cool. And we would go, like, eat Taco Bell before, and you would pray, and your prayer would be like, God, thank you for Taco Bell, and thank you for the Avengers. Amen. Like, it it seems silly a little bit, but it was very impactful for me, at least, and I think probably for those other guys as well, to be like, oh, oh, it can just be like that. It doesn't have to be like this super spiritual. I mean, we grew up and there was one guy in particular when they would do the offering, he would stand up there and he would pray like, dear heavenly father. And he would, he had this like deep voice and he would pray with these, like this very like old school uh, uh, way of speaking. And so I think a lot of us just kind of in, in like that seeped into us of like, Oh, well, if I'm going to talk to God, it's got to be this like really polished put together thing. I got to make sure I say all the right words and to just be like, Oh, I could say, Hey, thanks for Taco Bell. Like I like Taco Bell. I enjoy it. And like, you're you're in control of all this, so you're in control of Taco Bell, and I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, and, and it's like the Avengers. If God hadn't given us creativity on stuff, like we, this thing wouldn't be a thing that we can enjoy. So, teaching that to roll up into praise to God was a big deal, and so it it seemed kind of simple and silly, and it was like it was threw us off at first. But now I think like, oh, that was really profound. I don't know if Cody knew he was being that profound, but it was very helpful. <laughs> no. No, I don't think I did. I don't. I, it may have been as it. it <laughs> I may have just wanted to eat my food, man. <laughs> yeah, I can. I can relate to that now too. I love those moments where people people tell you things that like were super impactful, to right, in their lives, and you're like, either you don't remember it, or you're like, oh, that wasn't my intent. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, well, I mean, it's just a—it it is a testament to the grace of God of how He uses. Mm. I mean, He 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 just uses anything and everything. He yeah. can, you know, He's He's just so good. <laughs> you know, you can't outsmart Him. I mean, the devil tried; that didn't work. I know what I'll do to you, God. I'll kill your son. Oh yeah, watch this. <laughs> but uh, oh, yeah, that's. that's 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 encouraging, man. I, yeah. Thanks for thanks for sharing that. Yeah, I, and I've definitely adopted it for. Uh, kind of, I was gonna say family dinners, not so much like my immediate family, but like I because we worked at the church for so long, and 
and I'm still involved in ministry stuff. I'm like the de facto pastor for our family. So I think at meals where if I was not there, nobody would even care to pray. But because I'm there, they're like, well, Tanner, pray for this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've adopted the like, let's do short and sweet. Let's get in, get out. And I like to think that maybe it's at least challenging their idea of what it needs to be like to pray, Mm -hmm. because I'll start to pray and then I'm over in about 10 seconds. And they are all like, what just happened? Like, that was it? Okay. All right. I will just move on. Like, like that wasn't a thing. But uh, I like that. I like challenging people's ideas about what Christianity mm. needs to be or is or whatever. Uh, so anyway, I, I, I've just stolen it completely, and I'm going to keep using it. Yeah. Well, I have a question about the book okay. with all that in mind. Do you have, I, I know once it's in the reader's hand, it's up to them, but do you have any one way that you're hoping it will be read? Like, are you hoping for people to read it straight through as a book? Or are you hoping like, hey, let's take a page a day and focus on this this prayer here? Yeah, um, I would say it all it all depends. I mean, with with little guys, you know, that are pre pre readers and, and their attention spans are really short. They may want to just read it and and then and they probably want to see the pictures. You know, yeah. The 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 pictures that that Trinity did. That's kind of like the hook to you know, kind of like the the worship to get to the sermon. You know, um, <laughs> but um, but that's that's the idea. Is like no, I want I, I want them to be able to see it and keep them engaged and see and kind of um, look at it. And then of course the idea like the it starts off black and white. And then it starts off really simple with a little bit of color, and then more color is added, like showing that, like, hmm. yeah, your prayer life may start like you. It's through a through a glass darkly. It's through you know, but hopefully, the more you progress, the more vibrant the colors yeah. you know get. The more the more you see God in other aspects you know of life, and the and the more you relate to Him. So. Practically, I would say that's going to be dependent upon the child. I would say probably the younger the child, just just read it through. And whenever they're bored, don't force them to stay in your lap and read the, like, you know. Yeah. Okay, well, let's just stop here. Let's pray this one, you know. But hopefully it's one of those things that can be done like over and over again, kind of like the Jesus Storybook Bible, where, you know, because that repetition is what gets it, you yeah. know, forms forms that, you know, in their minds. Um, so that's how I would say it. But I would, I would say, and I think I put like some little instructions in the, in the front of the book, like read, read through it and pray with your kid. And then um, start trying to pray some of those prayers just throughout the day without the book in your hand. Yeah. And then see how that develops where you have, you know, write, write down some of your own your own prayers, your own simple prayers, you know, and write them down back there in the back. So that's the, that was the concept. Um, I am on one of the press releases. It said something about this is for elementary and middle school age children. And I was like, I don't know that middle school age children are going to (laughs) sit down and read this with their, you know, um, but never that said, I still think the concepts of, of those prayers are good for any stage 
of, yeah. of life. But it's probably more directed and, you know, for like me, whenever I was I was teaching my kids Jesus, thank you, before they could read. So that's probably yeah, what yeah. is in mind as you're as you're as you're reading this. It's probably for those those smaller age, you know, smaller, smaller children, younger children. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. think like me and Glenn specifically, it's it's a great fit. Like Lily's six and Owen's four. Glenn's kids are just a little bit younger than that. And I think they would all enjoy this they would get something out of it and it would be something like you're saying that we could kind of take and start to use as a family and kind of integrate these into into what we already do i want to read a couple of them and i real i realized in the middle of this i'm like i hope none of these make me cry i'm working on little sleep here speaking of children one of them was up most of the (laughs) night uh and so i'm like maybe i'll get emotional but i don't think i will now that i've ignored now that i've put the awkwardness out there beforehand maybe it won't get me later uh, so I want to read one out of each of the kind of sections. And you actually have a section at the end where um, you, you do God, Jesus, Spirit, and then you do some that are Lord. But I want to read yeah. one from each of the uh, persons of the Trinity. God, it's all yours. All my toys, all my hopes, all my dreams. God, it's all yours. And I, it's, yeah. it's funny because like even though it starts out with toys, I'm going, oh, this applies to me so much. <laughs> yeah. I get so wrapped yeah. up in all my own hopes and dreams and like the yeah. things that, you know, you have in everyday life that it's like, oh yeah, I got to remember that's all God's. That's, that's yeah. the whole That part. one, that one came out of, um, that one came out of an episode with, with one of our kids that they were fighting over the toys and I had heard mine mm. all I wanted to mm. that day. <laughs> And I, yeah. I took them in their room, and I pointed at their favorite toy. Or no, I think I pointed at their. I point. I think I pointed at their bed. I said, "Whose bed is that?" And they said, "Mine." I said, "No, it's mine. <laughs> I own that bed." Yeah. And I pointed at like some of their clothes. I said, "Whose clothes are those? Mine? No, those are mine. Yeah. I own those. Yeah. I bought those." And then I started pointing to toy after toy after toy. And what I was doing was I wasn't trying to claim like my ownership over all of that. I yeah. was trying to form this concept in their young little mind that everything you have has been given to you. It's yeah. on loan. It's it's God's. And so that's where mm-hmm. that, that prayer, you know, came from. I'm like, I wish I would have. I wish I would have prayed that with my kids in a not so corrective way, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, preemptively. I think the concept's still good, but I wish I, you know. So yeah. Well, that's good. I remember something that always stuck with me was uh, Vonda, uh, the financial advisor, uh, for lack of better words had asked us one time while we were kind of working through budgeting and all this stuff. She, she was like, well, who's the financial provider for your family? We were like, Oh, well, Julie right now. And she's like, no, 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 no. Who's the financial provider for your family? And I was like, Oh, I guess it's me. It's me. And she's like, no. And I'm like, there's nobody else. <laughs> it's not the kids. And she asked again, like, 
who no who is the financial provider for your family? Let me say and it slower like, so you'll get it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let me God. capitalize provider. Yeah, yeah, that's good. But that always as like annoying as it was in the second of like okay yeah you could have asked me like <laughs> in a different way I told yeah. you but it always stuck with me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, I want to read the next one. Uh, it's Jesus hold me. I'm sad. I'm hurt. I'm scared. Jesus hold me. Mm. That was the one I thought I might cry during. <laughs> I made it. I'm okay. Because uh, again, like first of all, like so applicable to little kids. Uh, they're sad, hurt, and scared all the time. <laughs> like that's that's yeah. my life. As they're feeling one of these emotions and they don't know what to do about it. And as you know, I was saying about being up all night. That's one of the things. I'm scared. What are you scared of? I don't even know. No. <laughs> I'm just scared. And so yeah. for for us to be able to sit down and say, well, let's pray about it. Jesus control of all this. Like, first of all, obviously I reassured her, like, there's nothing in here that's going to get you. Dad, make sure that this is a safe place for you. But then it's like, all right, let's go. Let's go above dad because that's not working. <laughs> yeah. so let's go straight to Jesus. And yeah, yeah, I, I love that. Yeah, that one was... Um that one was on the chopping block in my own mind. I was like, this, that, that sounds, is that too vulnerable? What's going on? Does that sound too mushy? How do we, you know? And then, but the reason it made it onto the first transcript was something that Lori will, will do every once in a while. So this is not kid related, but like, We'll be laying in bed and we'll be talking and then kind of in a silly way, she'll go, hold me, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, hold me. Okay. There's, there's, there's a lot of stuff packed in there, you know? Mm. And, but I was like, ah, uh, is that, should that go in there or not? And it, I, I kept it because I'm like, no, I, I think I want, I think I do want kids to know and, and adults to know that, no, you can ask him, you know, that. And then of course, you know, biblically, he, he had the little children came to him, you know, he, he, he played with them. He, you know, they sat on his lap. He, I, I assume, I presume he held them and he hugged them, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and, and certainly I think that, that he, he wants us to go to him, you know, in our hurts and in our sadness and in our, you know, confusion and in our fear, yeah. you know? So, so yeah. yeah, I had to like, cross over my own issues <laughs> say, yeah. oh, put it in there yeah no i think you're right i think as as grown men we want to be like ah we're good I'm, i don't need that i don't need yeah, you to it's not fall. a grown man prayer <clears throat> yeah you know it's not it's not something you hear grown men pray very yeah. often you That's know something i need to pray <laughs> <laughs> maybe out of maybe that disqualifies me qualifies me as a grown man but uh i don't care uh so yeah i i don't know i it's i've tried to pick ones that i thought like oh i i like these just personally like as a as a you know grown man um okay last one uh is spirit change me change my heart change my mind spirit change me that's yeah. another one i need to hear all the time <laughs> Like I, I'm, yeah. I'm keenly aware of all the things I um, do not like about how I am and how I act and and uh, how I, you know, 
treat God or, or don't push into that relationship or pull away or all that stuff. I'm like, ah, you got to change this because I'm working on it. But like I, I, this has got to come from you. Yeah. Yeah. The, the idea on that one, both of them kind of rooted in, well, hopefully all of them are rooted in scripture, uh, you know, but <laughs> that so. one was, uh, you know, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Mm-hmm. So, okay, we need to, Spirit, I need you to change my mind. My mind is is fallen. It's it, it is faulty at times. It 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 bends and leans the wrong way. So, Spirit, change change my mind on this. Um, and then the heart is you know that that concept you know that's so prevalent in our culture of well, just do what's in your heart or follow your heart, mm-hmm. yeah. which Scripture <laughs> is like no, don't. Don't do that. You're like <laughs> your your heart is deceitfully wicked, and no one can know it. And it's out of the abundance of the heart that the mouth speaks, whether it's good or evil. Uh, you know, it's no God changed me, changed my heart, changed the very the the deepest part of my being. And and obviously those concepts are are related. You, you know, your mind and your heart, um, but they're also you know separate as well. Like Lord, rule over my faculties of logic. And God also rule over my emotions, Lord. Mm-hmm. I, we, I just want to lay both of those, you know, before you. And you are, you, you are Lord. You're sovereign. You're perfect. You're all knowing. You know me way better than I know myself. So, Lord, change me, transform me. And it, you know, and that's why I didn't use transform. You know, the scripture word. I wanted to use language that, you know. It, why use why use two syllables when you can use one? So yeah, why use lot word when a few word do trick? <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. Kevin yeah. <laughs> oh. All right, man. Yeah, this has been good. I think the book's great. If if that's not apparent already, if you're listening to this, it is already out. You should go check it out. You can do it on the Acoma Press website, but we'll include a link in the description for you to just click on through and pick it up. Uh, yeah, it's. It's great. Put it with Jesus story with yeah. Bible. Now you're now you're doing scripture and your prayer time and you're together as a family. We've hit all the spiritual disciplines, uh, you know, Bible, prayer, fellowship yeah. that we've talked about in the past. So, uh, yeah, uh, thanks for coming on, man. It's been a good. I know we were all over the place today, but it was fun. Oh, that's, fine. That was, that's what we wanted. I would <laughs> I would say just as a matter of a couple things, just for FYI, um, the it, it it comes out on on. I think it's release date is like June 19th. Um, okay. And, and that's when it'll be on Amazon. Um, but you can pre-order um, through the, th- through the Acoma press website and you can order bulk and it's a little bit cheaper. Um, if you order through Amazon, because Amazon is a print on demand type thing, it may take, it, it may take a few, a few weeks. Okay. Um, to get there gotcha. so just just fyi like even if you have prime it don't it may it may not be there next day you know yes so, so order now and you'll get it as you'll get it as fast as possible <laughs> yeah, yeah <that's> <laughs> buy now buy now buy now uh anyway cody thanks for hanging out with us man yeah man yeah, it was really good to see you and talk with you yeah man absolutely love you guys and man i'm i'm proud of you guys as as men and as dads and husbands. Proud oh, of you thanks, guys. Buddy. Thanks. Yeah, now, well, now I'm, now I'm, now I'm for sure going to cry. Yeah. <laughs> oh. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. As always, we'll see you next week. Peace.
gratis. See ya. The Bible and Stuff podcast is a production of Bible and Stuff. We do more than just podcasts, so if you want to know more about something we've covered on the show, just visit our website at bibleandstuff.com. Our show is hosted by Tanner Britt and Glenn Brand, and our theme music is by The Sing Team. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.